What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Ty. And I'm your co-host, Joey. And I'm Eduardo. In today's episode on Hawks Entertainment, we're going to be talking about spin-off shows, movies, you know what I'm saying? doesn't really matter. Um, Joey, you up? I I am up. Okay, so we I have three shows to talk about today, and that is That 70s Show and That 90s Show, The Boys vs. Gen V, and Young Sheldon vs. The Classic Big Bang Theory. Oh, Big Bang Theory is an amazing show. It is good. Um, which one did you all want to talk about? Um, I first. guess we could start off with that 70s show. That 70s I think show. all of us know about that 70s show. So I guess we could start off with that 70s show. Yeah, because it's classic. I love that 70s show. I grew up watching that 70s show. Um, well, I mean, I'm not that old. Like, <laughs> I watched the reruns on TV when it, when that was, like, a really big thing. Um, so, the spin-off, so we're not going to talk about that 80s show because... Yeah. I, I, it was it, terrible. Yeah, we don't really see the eight, that eighty show as really a spinoff, right? It, uh, it wasn't. I mean, it technically it, kind of. It is. technically was. It was the first spinoff, mm-hmm. but I it probably was awful. I, right, exactly. I don't so, count so it. I don't want to think about uh, it. To be perfectly honest, guys, I I did like watch a little bit of the '70s show, but I never ever. I didn't even know they had. Uh, they had. Uh, I knew, I knew that <laughs> I, I knew that yeah. they had uh I knew that that 90s show was coming out. Mm-hmm. But then once I like looked up the, that 90s show and did some research on it and then I came across that 80s show and I'm like they got a, that 80s show like what? And then I just seen that it was like a, a epic fail that it they didn't really do that much. So I'm like okay, yeah, I'm not going to uh I'm not even going to attempt to watch this. So I'm just going to leave that one alone. Mm-hmm. Uh I did watch some of that 70s show. I am aware of that 70s show but uh, i'm more aware of that 90s show because I, I watched all of it I, i've seen all the episodes of that 70s show and that 90s show fun fact when i was in eighth grade i named my hamster that 70s show and we called her 70 for sure <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, poor hamster <laughs> yeah i mean uh i got better with naming things as an adult <laughs> but even then you never know um, it's cool. I tried to uh, name my cat Nala from off of Lion King. My mother wasn't going for it. That's that's nice though. <laughs> my uh, neighbors had a Labrador named uh, Simba. Oh, that's lit. I, I like thought that. that was kind of cool. I'm getting me. A, I'm gonna get me a black cat. And I'm gonna name him Scar. <laughs> my cat's name is Boris. <laughs> Boris. <laughs> we had a cat named. Um, my cat's name is Boris. <laughs> <laughs> we got it from my. He came mom. from the streets. Yeah. <laughs> We got our cat from my mom's friend, and when she adopted him, she thought he was a girl, and so she named him uh, Misha after the the actress from the OC. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, the OC Misha. Yeah, uh, that, Misha was played by uh, Misha's character in the OC was Melissa, I believe. I uh, I've never actually seen the OC, uh, but yeah, yeah. And so she took him to the vet, and they're like, "Yeah, no, he's a boy. He got neutered." And she was like, "Oh, okay." And then we just he he kept the name Misha, and so we called him Mish the Peach. Um, okay, so in yep, turn, I'm correct. Oh, yes, right. yeah, Melissa. Yep, Melissa. Awesome, Melissa Cooper. Anyway. Okay, first topic: that '70s show versus that '90s show. Yes. Okay, so I think in terms of spinoffs, you know, you can only really go in like two directions with spinoffs. Okay. And um, I had well, I guess maybe three. 
And I have like class, yeah, three three examples of like when I say spin off three directions you can go on. The first one is going to be the example I have for that one is going to be that 70 show versus that 90 show, where it relies heavily on established characters. Right. But it's like a whole new generation, and the established characters make appearances. There's like direct connections. So like you know, the Leia is um, Eric and um, Donna's kid. And, you know, the grandparents are still heavily in it, and it's the same actor and actresses who yep. love them. And um, so that, it worked out well because you still have, I can't say the word, nostalgia, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have, like, familiar characters for the viewer to attach themselves to. Right, because even, um, even uh, Ashton Kutcher's uh, characters, even those, some characters came back for that show. Yes. Uh, the characters that came back were Eric and Donna, right. um, Kitty and Red, Fez, and um, Jackie, and um, Kelso. Yep, Kelso. Uh, be honest, I'm going to have to go with that 70s show on this, that's uh, on the verses, mm-hmm. only because the characters were, like, I'm, like I said, like I, I've told y'all plenty of times, I am a big character person when it comes to TV shows. And there's a lot of character development in that 70s show. Yes, it is. Especially with Kelso, especially with, like, the whole police officer line and stuff like that. Yep. And when, um, I think his daughter's name is Betsy in the show, which, honestly, now that I think about it, that is kind of weird that they didn't bring Betsy into that 90s show because it was such a huge part of that 70s show and set yeah, it up with Jay. They got his, his son. Yeah. Maybe it should be a season two. Maybe. I mean, also, I also feel like there's kind of maybe a huge age difference right. between because Betsy was born, like, towards, you know, the end of the show. Right. They so, were, like, so basically, it should be about, like, 20, like, 20-something. I would say maybe 25, yeah. honestly. Because those kids, well, let's think about it. Let's say. Right, because she was born, what? So basically, so that 70s show was around about the 70s. So yes. that, and the show eight, uh, ended, like, so it had eight seasons. So that mean it ended in, like, 1978? No, actually, the show supposedly, there's a lot of continu- error, uh, continuation errors with it. But it supposedly, like, starts in, like, 19, and like, 78, I want to say. And then it goes on to 79. So let's say, for conversation's sake, Betsy was born in, let's say, 1979, right? Right. So if the kids are, like, 13 in 1990, that would put them at, like, what year is that 90 show even take place? Was it uh, 1995? Um, Maybe I'm just saying that. It was 1995. So um, that would put it at, like... I just know Betsy is probably 80. older than Jay. By a lot. I want to say at but least, like, it, five years. But it, I, I want, like, because if she was born in 1978 and yeah. the show was based, uh, and that 90s show was based on probably 1995, she would basically be 17. Yes. So I have, she has to be born, like, I, like, the show has to be probably based off in, like, 98, 97. Okay. Because it's based off 98, 97, it should be at least 2019. Because uh, Jay is what, 16? 16, 15? Okay, so I googled it. And Betsy Kelso was born in 1979. So she would have been ni- 16 during that 90s show. Right, 16, 17. Okay. Yeah. And um, so, um, but the characters, the character development in that 70s show 
it's a lot of great characters in the uh, in that seventy show. Um, and I just think the, the that seventy show is funnier. That yes. show is hilarious. Uh, character I like the most is Fizz. He is probably one of the funniest characters in that show. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> um, I like bro. He uh, he's hilarious. But I just love the way they do the characters. Even though so many characters in that show, every character shines in some way in the show. And that's very hard to do. To have every character shine in some type of way or have their own, they stand on their own. Like an episode could be focused on them and they st- and, it, and that character stands on, it, uh, stands on its own. Uh, that 90s show, I can't really judge it on that because it just started. It just started. It's playing a lot of like, the viewers coming back in yeah and the thing about that 70s show versus that 90s show and i know that i'll probably get a lot of hate for this but i don't really care a lot of people don't like it when teenagers are played by like actual adults and so mm-hmm. that 90s show they brought in actual teenagers they're you know they're actual children and i don't i mean obviously i don't want like a 30 year old playing an 18 year old mm-hmm. i think that's just stupid but an 18 year old playing a 16 year old to me, that's not as bad because so much happens developmentally wise, mm-hmm. brain wise. Like I would feel weird if an actual like fifteen year old, which actually Melina Kunos was actually fourteen in the taping of that seventy show, but we're gonna that's that's gross. But like I think an eighteen year old mm-hmm. has more of a maturity talking about like sex and drugs and stuff like that that mm-hmm. they talked about on the 70s show than yeah. an actual 15 year old you, you know what I mean at, yeah you really look at it, she do like she's about 15 in that in that uh, yeah, she in was the first yeah. so much happens between and like I know it's a very like small age like gap because it's like just like in the span of like four or three years but it's still like a lot happens in that period right now, yes. but you also gotta remember that that mm-hmm. show started like what the late 90s mm-hmm. so I guess like Hollywood was like if she, uh, yeah. if she was a star, she like lied about her age, and or she like wasn't very clear, and that it didn't really come out. Her age didn't come out until after they started filming, and they just kind of oh. rolled with it. So, oh, okay, so it was like beyond no return at that point. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, she was already a star, so and yes. she was already probably liked, and you can't you ain't gonna recast a star that's already liked. Yeah. There, um, I mean, there is like, uh, it can be different. It could be, with like Hollywood and like uh, casting, it, it's really tricky when it comes to like uh, when casting like children or teenagers. Like first of all, it's hard to find like a good actor for them, and then second of all, there's always this like um, pattern that happens when you uh, cast like make stars at such a young age. Like yeah. usually, and mm-hmm. usually it's not a good thing. I mean, obviously, I don't want an eighteen-year-old playing a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, you, you know, or like even a thirteen-year-old. But, you know, when, when you know, you have teenage shows that are basically, you know, that talk like Euphoria, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. they're, like, supposed yeah. to be, like, what, si- 16, 17 on that show? Yeah. I would feel kind of weird watching a 16, 17-year-old yeah, act out stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's very like, uncomfortable. some of the stuff yeah. that they do is, like, classified yeah, um, as child pornography at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing with, uh, with Gen V. Most of the stuff they do in that is very brutal. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, um, like, but they're also the supposed to be in college, though. True. You know, like, yeah. Kid, kid mo- but still, aside, I feel like the average age somebody enters college is 17. Oh, I would have said 18. I, I say 18. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm gonna see. I I entered I entered college at 18, but my roommate entered college at 17, and he turned 18 probably like late. Yeah, because late, it's late usually December okay. Morning, I, like, I see. Yeah. I see what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about late birthdays. Um, yeah. But um, but in that show, the the actors like like um the character Luke in the show played by uh Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. He's 30, playing like a an 18 year old. Wow, I didn't realize he was 30. That explains why he looks kind of old for like, an 18 year. Yeah, like you know, I just it's it's such a weird thing to think about because you don't want to go too old because right. then you know, but also you don't really want to go too young, especially given like the context. Like obviously, if it's a Disney Channel show and it's about somebody in high school and they're using actual high schoolers, I don't have a problem with that. Oh yeah, it's, because Disney Channel not going to do anything. It's the adult content that yeah. I have a problem with. That I think that an eighteen-year-old playing a sixteen-year-old is going to have a better like standard, you know, and it's not uncomfortable for somebody to watch, you know, like yeah, um because um. Getting off the topic right here, but uh, Disney's show, uh, High School Musical, the series, um, character, uh, the character, uh, Ricky, played by Joshua Bassett, he was like 21, 22 when the show started. Oh, wow. And um, when and, um, all the other female characters was about uh, 18, uh, 17, 16. So um, he, had a love, he had a love entrance. I think he was 21. He had a love entrance in the show. But... Um, you uh, um, trying to say for example because of uh, some shows they uh okay with uh, let me say for example with the OC the OC uh character um uh, uh Melissa like you say your mother named the cat after she was she was sixteen uh sixteen fifteen when the show started the the guy that played Ryan Ben McKenzie he was nineteen when he turned twenty when the show started those two were love interests in the show. But the first season had about 20, 25 episodes. So they waited. I think she was 16, 16, 17. They waited. Like, so they teased the relationship, but they waited down the line in the episodes to like wait till she turned 18 for them to actually get involved, like kissing and stuff. They, um, so that like that play like that, the age difference definitely affects the show when you got older characters playing with uh, younger characters because if they're going to be love interests, they did that in the same thing with the show Shameless. Yeah, that's I know why, Shameless. Um, in the U.S. one, that's why um, Mickey doesn't kiss Ian at all yep. because um, the Car- Cameron, uh, I think that's one of those actors' name. No, it's Nolan Cameron, yep. and um, he was um under the age of eighteen, and the guy who played Mickey was like he's older than I am. I think he's in his thirties, but he felt weird kissing somebody under the age of eighteen, and so that's why. Yeah. such a huge part of storyline. Yeah. Like, I'm not kissing you because whatever. But it had to do with the actor's uncomfortableness with kissing a minor. Mm-hmm. And so going back to that 90s show, right. you know, I think it's not this, something I personally like it. I think it's like a lot of like fluff and it's definitely been toned down. Right. But I think it's age appropriate for the actors playing the roles. And that's why that 70s show worked so well, because the actors were older. They were adults, so it made sense for them to be having these conversations when you were looking in terms of context. But from that 90s show, because they are actual children slash preteens, it feels weird to have them discussing the same level of, like, raunchiness that they did in the original show. I feel like, uh, um, 
I was always fascinated with the nineties. I feel like I would lo- if I was an actor, bro, I would love to be in that nineties show because it's surrounded by the nineties. And you get to dress up in nineties clothes and stuff like that. And um Listen, I, I was born in the middle <laughs> of the nineties. The nineties fashion was not it. You know, it just, <laughs> Windbreakers were not it. <laughs> it just seemed like it just seemed so fun, like 'cause um like when I, growing up I was always saying that uh I think I sh- I, I think uh I always considered myself as a nineties kid because I I wasn't really into the things that uh, you were born in 2002. I was born in 2002, but <laughs> this is I like was my brother saying he's a 90s kid, but he was born in October of 1999. You were born <laughs> with three months left in this year. You were not a 90s. But well, only reason I see my like uh, growing up, only reason I see myself as a 90s kid because even though I was born in 2002, the early uh, in the 2000s, I just didn't feel like I didn't feel connected with the. Uh, the ge- this uh that generation of the 2000s okay, yeah. generation I, I, I felt that. more connected with the 90s generation i felt uh i understood the 90s generation a little bit more when i was younger like uh like i like shows like um boy meets world and um uh, a different world and those shows from the 90s and i love watching them and i felt and then watching those shows just made me feel like i feel i connect with that character i connect with that character like and we're watching the shows in 2000 and listening to the raps and uh, the characters, like, yeah, I don't really connect with that character. I don't, like, so growing up, that was, like, it was, like, a big deal for me. I was, like, yeah, I like, I'm like, I'm a 90s baby. My mother was, like, you're not, you was not born in the 90s. Cause, cause, uh, my mother's always saying you're not born in the 90s because if you was born in the 90s, that mean I had you at a certain age. I'm, like, like so don't play with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, but that's, that's just my, uh, so, Joy, which one would you pick between uh, that 70s show and the 90s show? Who wins? Mm. Oh. You need time? I'm going to say that 70 show. That 70 show? Because it was such a huge part of my life. And I'm not saying that 90 show isn't good. Because I think it's really well done. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I think it plays on the time period. Right. I don't know. That 70 show is just has a special place in my heart. It has a charm. Yeah, it's like, mm. the actors in it were pretty, they've done some questionable uh, well, yeah. things, but like, well, uh, we're, we're, yeah. just like as the yeah, show, it. as the show, like it, like if not, yeah, the act, I feel like there will be a, like many, many great movies and great TV shows, which will always have some like controversy behind it, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. And based off the most of the evidence that we gave you, as far as that '90s show, that '70s show, which one would you pick in the verses? Mm, I would go, I would go '70s show, even though like I don't really, I barely even know '90s show at all. Based on what you guys talk about, I feel like uh, '70s show would still be a better fit, especially since uh, it doesn't have as much of those like weird like. Um, age differences and right. like it does also like I feel like the 90s show maybe I'm pr- I'm pretty sure the 90s shows does like keep the charm or at least have that like 90s charm but uh, I would say that 90s still, show is more cutesy it's more cutesy yeah okay. but yeah. I, I feel like especially since it's like so like it's still, based uh, off it's of still it tri- the 70s show would still be like a better it's still try to keep that like that charm yeah. that the 70s show has mm-hmm. but it doesn't go into it that much yeah because it's uh it's a spinoff at the end of the day so and it's like more like child friendly mm-hmm. yes, definitely yeah okay. um so my so what i'm going to say is uh the boys versus gen v Ooh. 
Okay, so for this one, um, it plays off where it's in the same universe. Right. Mm-hmm. The established characters, such as, like, the, the Seven... I mean, the Seven's still, like, the huge part of the show, but they only really mention, like, Homelander and Queen of Maid yeah. and the Deep. I mean, I think maybe only a handful of times. So you kind of, like... To be honest, when I watched... Because I watched Gen V before I watched The Boys. Yeah. And um, I didn't really hear Homelander's name or the Deep name like that in the show. I think it, they mentioned it like I, once, I, I, and I caught it in passing, and yeah. it was, like... It wasn't, like, a huge part of the conversation. Yeah. They were just, like, kind of, like, listening people... Cause I know that they uh they, um, they they did mention the seven, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know what the seven is. You know what I'm saying? So once they were saying all that, and then I watched the boys, and I'm like, why would you want to be a part of the seven again? Like <laughs> for the like, money, like fame. But like, and I'm, and then you see all these kids and college talk about they want to be heroes and they want to actually help people. And once like same thing with uh the boys, what happened with Starlight? She said she wanted to help people, um, get involved, uh, like create uh, she just wanted to uh do whatever she, do whatever it takes to uh, protect people but once she got to the seven they tried to make her as a social media puppet like yes focus on like you can't save you can't um you save certain people you gotta save this person but you gotta do it on camera you gotta do it in this type of stat in this type of uh, style or way like they had everything they did when they saved somebody they had to put on a performance and it really focused on saving a life they was just focused on making themselves look good. Yeah. And so that's why, like, as a spinoff, it's kind of, it falls in the category where you don't really actually have to watch the original. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like with all the Chicago shows, like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. Like, I, I, I don't you don't even, really have to watch all of them if you just want to watch Chicago Fire, you know? Uh, sh- Chicago seen- Fire, Chicago Fire started it all. Yeah. Uh, Chicago Fire started, then it was Chicago PD, then it was Chicago Med. Um, so, I think uh, I've only ever seen Fire. I think I, I really I've watched Chicago Fire all the way up until season nine. Once one of the main characters left, I stopped watching it um, because that was my favorite character on the show, and they did him wrong throughout the show. So I said I'm gonna stop watching once he leaves. Um, but I watched some of Chicago Med. I didn't really like it, and I'm a, and I love doctor shows. I watched uh, I watched shows like Grey's Anatomy, The Resident, um, New Amsterdam, uh, Scrubs. You know what I'm saying, but. I didn't really like Chicago Med that much. I, and when I realized, I'm like, I'm more into surgery shows than I am to just doctor shows that don't really involve it. They're just like ER shows. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't like ER shows. And I realized that. But um, those shows are, they are somewhat connected, but you really don't have to watch one show to understand the other at all. They do, but they do come on like, they do involve themselves in each other's shows sometimes. Like uh, Chicago PD was on Law and Order one time, and it was it was like literally the people from Chicago PD, their names, and they it appeared on Law and Order. That's an interesting crossover. I did not expect. Okay. Yeah, because the creator of Law and Order, he also created the Chicago shows. Oh, okay. Now Dick, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Dick Wolf. I'm like, so I okay. guess all his shows they create is somewhat in the same universe, and uh. In the in the in the series, I don't I don't really know, but um, but so yeah, you don't really have to watch. Yeah, you really don't. The boys to watch Gen V. Yeah, I realized that like, cause when um, because I mean, if you want to understand like the background behind how the super supers become superheroes, and if you want to understand what they are, they're actually fighting for, 
or they're training for, then I guess you can watch the boys. The uh, the understand but it honestly, because when they was ta- when they was talking, go ahead. Go, go on. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Go on. No, no, I was uh, I was going to say because when they was talking about uh getting injected by Compound V when they were babies, I didn't understand what they were talking about until I watched the boys, until I seen exactly with um exactly what compound v was and then mm-hmm. i seen the babies getting adjust, uh injected by it and then uh, it was like oh okay this is how they become super they were because they uh they were told that they were born with the gifts not injected it with them when they were babies yes so i was like okay now i understand the whole concept and everything that's going on in gen v but also stuff like that it's also 2023 right and since you know, the boys and Gen V is exclusively on Prime. I'm assuming you have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just quickly Google stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to watch the boys to understand it. I'm not going to lie. That's what I do sometimes. And I don't feel like Me watching. Too. But I don't feel like watching the season, bro. And I, and I want to watch the show. I just cheat. I, like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I call it cheating because when I'm watching the show, and it, like, say, it hap- say I'm watching the show and it happened in, like, 2003, and I'm watching it currently right now, I will, and, and I'm interested in a, in a relationship. I will look it up on YouTube and see if that relationship lasts throughout the show. Like I will cheat. Like I will not. I will not sit through the story. I will not. No, I want to see exactly. And um, cause I did it with One Piece. Um, uh, I looked up. Did Ace die? Because I kept hearing that Ace die, and I wanted to know did Ace die? And I'm like, damn, I was disappointed. And I was kind of mad at myself. I, I never really looked up anything. I was watching One Piece because I wanted to enjoy the story, and I didn't want to know what happened. But any other show, I cheat. I ain't gonna lie to you. I cheat. Like, I don't. I just look up and see what happens. I do the same thing, especially if I'm, mm-hmm. like, really bored with, like, a character. I'm like, And I know, like, they're gonna, like, end soon. I'm like, <laughs> okay, what episode do you die? So I know I don't have to, like, pay any more thought process to you, you know? Like, um... The only time you'd be okay with spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm doing that right now with, um... Total Drama Island. I watched it as a... Don't, don't spoil Total Drama I'm not gonna, Island. Just, I'm not going to spoil it. Just watch it. Just I, watch it. Don't. I watched it as a kid, and now I'm rewatching it. I don't really like Total uh, Drama. Like, now don't. there's like... Well, there's certain characters I don't like, and I'm like, I know who the final three are. Right. When are you getting voted off so I don't have to pay attention to you? I'm not going to lie. I do that. So I do you that. can celebrate when you see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that when I watch The Voice. I just need to know who are the final, the final four and the end of the show. <laughs> because, who dies? Because... Like, like, who wins the whole, who wins the contest? Because just sitting through the blind auditions and all that. Oh, my God. That reminds me of something. Okay. So, my mom and I used to watch um, Project Runway, which is that designer show with, like, Heidi Klum. Tyra Banks and all that. No, that's America's Next Top Model. Oh, never mind. I don't know that. I don't know that about that. Okay. So, Project Runway, the gist of it is that they took all these designers from around the country. And then whoever won, um the that season they got like their own line and like a bunch of money and stuff like that and it was actually like a pretty cool concept okay. and um there's actually a couple big names that came from that show but anyways mom and i would record the show and then we would watch it together because it came on during the week when right. i wasn't allowed to watch tv during the week so we would watch it together on the weekends or whatever and then we would look up who won that week's episode and then who got voted off and so that way we can like trash talk them <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the same thing with, uh, with Face Off. I used to watch Face Off. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's basically a uh, competition show about um, you know uh, that people you, do you know the, uh, the 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 people that make the face art do like movies where a character is like look like fishmen or like people that look a certain kind of way. 
have no idea what you're talking about. I'm trying to see. So, so have you ever watched a a movie or a show where it's a creature made in that show? And like a live action show? I, uh, you mean CGI? No, they straight up make up. Like Thanos. Oh, okay. No, I Googled it. I have my laptop in my thing so I can follow the the outline for today's episode and I'm looking it up now. Yeah, face off is basically like that. It's focused on the uh, the art. The prosthetic art and makeup. Yeah, it's focused on that. That's a great show. But, um, back to. What what, do you think about the boys and Jim V? Ed? Okay, boys. Homelander annoys me so much. Homelander oh sucks. Oh my god! Every every scene Crabby, I see yeah. him in, I just want yep. to like punch him in the face. I, yo, bro, I, bro, it's like bro, I'm like bro. If you were real, bro, I'm figuring out what your weakness is, and I'm coming after you, bro. If Superman got a weakness, you gotta Where's have his weakness. Kryptonite? <laughs> like, what is his kryptonite? I mean, I mean, because every time I see yo, bro, I just wanna, I wanna, I wanna I mean, bang him in your face. I mean, his kryptonite is his fragile ego. I swear, I swear, like, jeez. Like, I, I'm, see, I'm still in season two, so I don't know even if this man could be beat. Like, I don't know. Like, that's that's the issue I have with, like, any type of Superman uh, like, hero that, or villain. Because, right. like, they're, they're literally gods, so, like, it's that, literally that, almost impossible to beat them, and it's so annoying. Right. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I said, Joey, my question is, are all the, the soups, like, somewhat invincible? I don't know. Like, because, like... Because I think I'm only up to season three. Now, Invincible... The Lord Invincible Man, he was invincible. His skin was made of diamonds. Starlight, she was... She bulletproof. Like, are all these soups, like, invincible in, like, some kind of way? I mean, technically, the Invisible Man got blown up. Cause yeah. Because like, dynamite. Yeah. Up his, you know what I'm saying? Up his bones, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> they blew him up. But, like, like, outside, not inside... Outside, like all, all of like, but then I realized then I seen that uh, A Train, who's a who's a bastard. I don't really like A Train at all, mm. but I see how he. I there see how so he, many unlikable characters in that show. That's I why see. I don't like the boys as much as with Gen V, because like at least with Gen V, like the characters are more raw, and I feel like I can relate to them better. You know what I mean? But like the boys, I just hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I watch the show to hate on people and like trash them and be like, ha ha. Well, yeah, that, that's like the main thing that's keeping me like uh, from like, like fully watching, uh, the boys is because like it's a good show. It's just, oh my gosh, it's just it's just Bruh. infuriating to watch because of how like the, how the characters are. That's it. I binge watch yeah. season one. I, I binge watch season one in like what mm-hmm. a day. I'm on season two, episode three. I t- I gave a, I took a break so I could watch more anime because mm-hmm. I haven't been watching anime in like. In, a, in like a week mm-hmm. so I'm like let me watch some anime and I watched uh, Game of Thrones earlier um so but um out of those two shows Joey which one you picking Gen V I like it more because like the boys the characters are really really well written because mm-hmm. they're written in a way to make us hate them that and is I true. just I'm a hater by yeah. general okay I That's, just hate them a little bit too much that to is true I have no favorite character in the boys no. But in Gen V, my favorite character is uh, Jordan. That's my favorite character. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the thing with like writing like dislikable characters is that it actually takes uh it takes like you still have to like write them good but like to be hateable, but you have to give yes. good reasons and like Yes. And the boys yeah. gives good reasons as to why you shouldn't hate Homelander. And it's not like lazy, like they actually no. there's a reason behind every uh action the characters do. They don't just do it because 
uh, script tells them to. They do it because it, it's actually like a part of their character. So like, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, based off the uh, Ed, based off the knowledge that you know about Gen mm-hmm. V and your uh, and your own experience with the boys, which one are you picking? I I don't think I should. I really have to call it a pick because like I really don't know enough about Gen V to uh, really make a. Uh, to really make like uh, a choice but if mm. i really really had to i think i would go with like gen v for the fact that it has likable characters because mm. like i don't know show, sometimes the shows if everyone's just likable and there's no likable characters it can be very hard to watch because you need somebody to root for you know you need right. somebody that you like is a protagonist and you like really are like yes please win or like something like that but like <laughs> with like the boys you kind of like don't like anybody i mean like of course like i don't want homelander to win because mm. homelander's a jack yeah i don't want it no so i cussed last episode my apologies so i'm not gonna i'm not, yeah, gonna, I'm not curse gonna do it either but like but <laughs> homeland is a douche he's a douche mm-hmm. uh <laughs> okay and uh and what's your what's your two spinoffs okay so actually it's kind of like three um, so, like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I mentioned in the other uh, episode of the podcast, I do like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And Breaking Bad has two spinoffs. One that's a prequel and one that's a sequel. Right. One that's also a TV show and one that's also a movie. Mm-hmm. So, Better Call Saul. So, in Breaking Bad, there's a lawyer, right? So, it's basically Breaking um, Bad versus Better Call Saul. I'll, I'll quickly summarize, summarize it Go up ahead. if no one un- you, so you guys understand and uh, the audience understands. Um, so, you have... Uh, Walter White, he's right. a high school chemistry teacher who used to work for, like, a, a rich company that he, he uh, left or was let go from. Um, and he got cancer, and he started cooking mess to uh, pay for his cancer. And if he's basically kind of like Homelander in the fact that he's an unlikable character, at least in my view, because there's people that like Walter White. I, I hate Walter White. <laughs> um, but long story short, he, he cooks meth, and he has a partner named Jesse. I'll get to that later. Um, and, yeah, it's a good show. There's a lot of, like, uh, plot points that happen, and there's a lot of, like, you know, uh, peak moments. But um, there's basically this lawyer. This lawyer is, like, a criminal lawyer. And when I mean criminal lawyer, he's actually, like, a criminal. He does law stuff in an illegal way. And he, he was such a good character that they made a whole spinoff show of what the lawyer was like before the events of Breaking Bad. And um, it's a very good spinoff. Many people would argue that the spinoff is actually better than the TV show. And the spinoff is actually, you saw that it was six seasons. It's literally longer than Breaking Bad. Right, can I say it on Rotten Tomatoes? We got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. um, Now, I will say the pacing is a lot slower in season one is kind of like made to like set up for the other seasons but it's a, it does it in a good job that's probably going to get me uh, if this if like uh the pacing is very important to yeah. me when it comes to like me watching the show or movie bro the pacing is way too slow i get bored yeah I, it, it don't grasp my attention yeah that that's the like, main issue i had mm-hmm. watching breaking bad and better call Saul. sometimes the pacing was so slow i would like fall asleep but there there's a payoff to that because yeah. it makes a gradual build-up mm. to, like, the big boom. And that's what really makes people love Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. There's a big boom, usually at the end of the season, that, like, kind of, you know, everything is tied together. And, like, it's, like, the climax. And you're, like, at the edge of your seat. Because, like, everything is built up for is just kind of, like, you know, released at you mm-hmm. at once. So it's really good. And um, there was also a movie uh, that was a sequel to, is that called El Camino? 
So Watchwise partner Jesse Pinkman, he's my favorite character, by the way. I love Jesse. Jesse's my son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they made a movie of the events after Breaking Bad because people were at the end of the TV show. It just showed Jesse driving off and no one know what happened to him. So people wanted like some closure on his character, and that movie basically gave him closure. Did oh, I like? Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I like the movie? It was okay. I don't. I don't think it was great, to be honest. What was your, what was your, what was your rate of the movie? I do rates. I like rates. I say. I don't, I don't seven like, out of ten. <laughs> it had good cinematography. Say seven. Yeah, I say seven out of ten. Out um, of 10. it did have good cinematography. It it did tie up the plot with Jesse. There were some scenes that I was like, uh, I was like, why did you put the scene? This is just nostalgia bait. But there were also, sorry, that's my, there, there was also, uh, but it was good closure and there was good cinematography. There was one actor though that looked very different from the TV show. It's because uh, the actor Todd, I hate Todd. He's horrible. He was one of the antagonists. He, he was fat in the movie. <laughs> he, he was like thin in the TV show and then like I, I watched the movie and then he's like fat it was because I think he was preparing for like another role but I'm like okay it really messed with me a lot though <laughs> okay. um, um, yeah but uh, overall if you guys are into any like drug shows or like good like storytelling Crime Breaking Bad and yep, Better Crime Call Saul so, yeah. so tell the audience out of, out of those two shows which one to watch which one's the best? That to watch? is very, very difficult because both of them are extremely good. Um, now I'm saying, now I, I will say I do ultimatums on this show. You I, know what I'm saying? I will I'm gonna say, give you, I'm gonna give you, um, I'm gonna tell you pick one. I mean, you yeah. give me two shows, okay, or two movies Before or anything. I say I'm this, telling you to pick um, one. I will say you do not have to watch Breaking Bad to watch Better Call Saul, and you do not wa- need to watch Better Call Saul to watch Breaking Bad. But it would help, though, and it will make you get the references more. Like, oh, this happened. Oh, who's this character? Like, yeah, it would help. So, but uh, if I had to choose, I think I I like, I think Breaking Bad would be better. Mm-hmm. But if I had to choose and what I enjoyed more, I think it was Better Call Saul. Because if you watch Breaking Bad and then go to Better Call Saul, right. there will be, a, like, a lot of moments there is, like, wait, hold up. Or they bring back a character. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who it is for like spoiler reasons but yeah. they bring back a character that was so loved in the tv show um and like you thought he was gone but then he comes back and they they build up his return and you're like yes let's go <laughs> and oh my gosh the moment he came back mm, i was done so yeah i would choose breaking bad as like a it's really i, I don't want to say it's better because both of them are very good in their own way so right. um but yeah, I think Breaking Bad would be better because, like, personally, I think the best uh, source, the best thing for many TV shows is is the source material. Like that '70s show, um, that '70s show, I mm. believe, like the source material is better because, like, especially with like any spinoff, that spinoff would never be born without the source material. Okay. And that quality would not be there. Okay, question for both: mm-hmm. um, Have any of y'all watched Boy Meets World? Uh, Some no, point. no, but I know what you're talking about. Have any of y'all watched Girl Meets World? No, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I am so sorry. No. <laughs> okay, so um, so that's what I'm. I, I think that's probably one of uh, my favorite spinoffs. Probably is Boy Meets World, Girl Meets World. Um, to be honest with you, I do like the characters in Girl Meets World. I really don't like the, some. Uh, sometimes I don't like the story of it. Like I don't like the story around it. But most season I didn't like the story, but I did like how they introduced it. 
I did love the characters, but I definitely prefer Boy Meets World uh, better. I prefer Boy Meets World over over Girl Meets World only because um, Boy Meets World had more like it had it showed we uh, we seen from Corey's perspective of what the world was, and it came from him as what thirteen years old all the way up until college. So it like we went on this journey. Well, people in the nineties. I when I rewatched it, we went on this journey with them from thirteen years old to to twenty to uh, leaving uh, to leaving college to go with his wife to move to New York for uh, for our job and uh, and for uh, Girl Meets World continuing that story. Them moving to New York. They had uh, two kids, and uh, Girl Meets World is based off his daughter and it, and her story and. Um, all that, but boy, from to me, Boy Meets World is a better story, better characters. It has a lot more drama. Uh, I don't know if it was on Disney Channel. All I know is that uh, because from what I've seen in the show, it didn't seem like it was on Disney Channel because it was a lot of uh, drinking. It was a lot of uh, uh, mental uh, joints. It was death. So I didn't know like what Disney Channel does have it. It's on Disney Plus. Boy Meets World. It's a great show. Um, but that's what like I don't want to like cause I, I tend to spoil things when I try to explain what they are. So I'm not. But um, Boy Meets World, check it out for yourself. Girl Meets World, check it out. You can tell me which one. You can definitely let me know which one you prefer. But um, I think we're gonna uh, switch over to Joey with the. Uh, with Big Bang Theory and Young Sheldon. Yes. So, Big Bang is interesting because it's a prequel. Right. And so, it's the same universe. It's a, the established characters, but in a different format. Um, but you're also able to like, kind of explore these characters. But it is kind of interesting with Sheldon because his entire character is already like, mapped out for him. You right. know, like they can't really stray too far from the map, like they can with like other characters. Right, because in Big Bang Theory, it's she- already yep. mapped out. Yep, Sheldon uh, explained how it was when he was young. He said some certain type of stories. Yes, they he basically explained his whole childhood. So when you watch Young Sheldon, we're expecting exactly what Sheldon said in Big Bang Theory. Yes, you know he kind of talks about his siblings. He kind of talks about his parents. So, mm-hmm. you know they have like. They kind of have like a uh, an abstract concept to them, where it, very loose details, but it's not as like set in concrete like Sheldon is. Mm. Right, because um, when I was watching, because I think right now season eight on, I think I think Sheldon's in college. The season eight on right now. But, I've only uh, watched like the first. I seen the first season. I seen the first one. Um, I think maybe the second one. I can't but, remember. I, but I've seen everything of Big Bang Theory. I've seen every last episode of Big Bang Theory. I literally just got done rewatching it like Sunday. Big Bang Theory. I rewatched uh, rewatched the show, and we even talked. We even talked about Big Bang Theory um, as far as the the character developments and uh, the storytelling and all that. But I think I prefer Big Bang Theory because of that storytelling, the characters, and um, just the way they. Um, just the way they control, just control like everything about the show, like how um, how the characters react to different things, and you like if any of this is true in the show, you even learn a little something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
because uh, they even had Stephen Hawkins on there. They had um, they had Bill Nye, the Science Guy. They had uh, Tyson. They had uh, who I forgot the uh, the Grass Tyson. They had the Grass Tyson on there. He uh, he was a scientist uh, that discovered Pluto was not a planet. Um, I love Tyson. Um, okay, because. Uh, fun fact about me, I'm obsessed with the show Family Feud. Right. I don't actually watch the show. I watch. I love watching the highlight reels mm-hmm. on YouTube. Right. And they had the, the, the family on the celebrity one, and he has this kid who was, like, 16 at the time, and he has, like, a massive afro, right? It's actually, like, one of, like, the seventh wonders of the world. That thing is g- glorious, right? <laughs> and um, He had a Michael Jackson afro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Steve came up, and, you know, Steve was bald, and he compliments the kid on the hair, and the kid goes... Yeah, I bet you want some of that now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? That kid is going places. Right, bro. I family feels hilarious, bro. Because I most of the most of the stuff they say on that show, and Steve would just look at him like, and then they hear the family member say a good answer, and we all know it is not, it's a, not good a good answer, answer at all. Like most of those answers on that show is like, like I'm like, if I was on there, I would get all of them right. Like, but um, that show is hilarious. Like. Just watching Steve reactions, man, that's just hilarious. We definitely gotta, uh, definitely gotta talk more about uh, Steve Harvey and uh, his shows and, and what yeah. he does. Oh, that that is an ep- that's an idea for another episode. <laughs> but um, going back to Big Bang Theory, Young Sheldon, which um, which one would you prefer and why? Mm. You gotta skip over me. <laughs> Come back to me. All right, and off the information that we told you about Young Sheldon, and uh, you watch Big Bang Theory. You ever watch Big Bang Theory? Yeah. So, uh, uh, going off the information that you know that we told you about Young Sheldon, and the uh, the information that you already know about Big Bang Theory, what would you, what would you, um, which one would you prefer? I think I would prefer Big Bang Theory because, like, uh, I don't know, it's just like. It's just, like, what's the charm of Big Bang Theory? And, like, since I've watched, like, uh, several episodes of Big Bang Theory, like, of course, I didn't, w- I didn't watch the whole, like, season and stuff like that. Usually you it's, should. like, something, like... It's amazing. Yeah, usually it's, like, something I come in and my parents are watching it and I watch it with them. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's just so much, like... There's, like, so many, like, memorable things about it. And it's just, like, personally for me, I would prefer uh, Big Bang Theory over Young Sheldon. Yeah, I um I will also go with Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just um like I said, I, I all around love the show. Um, I love the characters. Um, I love the Sheldon character. I love the, um, I love the the Penny character, Raj character, Howard, Bernadette. I love all the characters. I re- I can, be honest, I can't even pick a favorite in that show, because I love all the characters equally, and um. I do wish they would have went more into uh, into the Leonard character. Um, I think they should have get like it's a, like when I was rewatching the show, it was like a lot of emotional moments that they could have advanced on with Leonard and what he's been through. But then they turned it into like a joke. They laughed and like had the audience laugh and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do wish they would have went more into Leonard's character and just had given him some, like some serious moments. Yeah, but um. Okay, I guess we. But uh, spinoff movies. Anybody got some spinoff movies? Ooh, there's a lot. 
There is uh, a lot. Well, in terms of Star Wars, Rogue One. I love that movie. That movie's <laughs> great. Um, X-Men, Logan. That movie was extremely depressing. Bro, Logan was one of the best X-Men movies out. <laughs> it was amazing. It's just like, oh my gosh, I can't watch that movie again because it was just so painful. Bro, I would watch <laughs> Logan over and over again. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like, bro, it was just so sad. There were so many things in that movie. I was like, bro, I was he, not expecting it. It was like so much darker than I thought. Hugh Jackman played that amazing. Uh, he was amazing. He was amazing in that movie. He all around killed it. Like, like I, I said it once, and I'm gonna say it again. I look at Hugh Jackman and uh, and mm-hmm. as America's favorite Australian, just like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Just like Ryan Reynolds, American uh, America's favorite Canadian. I, that's why I look at Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is probably one of the most talented Australians I've ever seen on TV, besides Margot Robbie. But um, bro, I uh, I love everything he does. Any movie he's in, anything he kills it. He somehow kills it and um, figure out a way to make that role his. And I know he's been playing a Logan character for years, but still, he still brought something new to the Logan movie. Mm-hmm. He like. It was amazing. Um, Joey, you got any spinoff movies you want to talk about? Bring us into your world, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Um, other than Star Wars, I, I do I, I do like X-Men. I've actually never seen Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, I feel like most of this podcast is just being me like, I haven't seen it, but I know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> that should be a drinking game for the folks at home. Um, How many times? <laughs> Name a movie that Joey hasn't seen if he doesn't if he haven't seen a drink. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, when we send people to the hospital. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't can't really think of any like spinoff movies because to me, I wouldn't really consider them spinoffs. They're just part of because then like I guess if we're going by them, then mm-hmm. couldn't we mention the entire Marvel universe yeah. as like just a spinoff off of a spinoff? Oh, I, except for the Avengers, I, I feel it, it could be argued like Avengers is supposed to be original movies, but there were movies before the Avengers, like Iron Man or something. So it's like, and then I don't they know. have a like whole map of like yeah. the movies you're supposed to watch in, in like in the sequence for it to make sense. And I'm like, I hate no. that. Uh, no. I don't want to. Wa- I don't want to do that because that's like they make they make it homework basically. Marvel makes way too many movies. Way okay? too much. And like I watched Ant Man. It's oversaturated. And that was fine. And then I watched yeah, the second one. I mean, and then Ant. there's like other shows, other stuff going on. I was like, wait, I'm here to watch a movie about ants. Okay. Why so, is like the oh, especially like if it's is worse with TV shows because like <laughs> but I like really, a movie yeah I, it's just two hours TV show that'll take a while. I oh won't really gosh. look at Ant-Man as a spinoff yeah. because it has its own like basically franchise because Ant-Man 1 Ant-Man 2 but, Ant-Man 3 well, the thing with like Ant-Man 2 is like that's after the events of Civil War yeah and then they're like it's a whole plot point because they were but, mad at him because he he participated in the Civil War and yeah. then you're yeah, and if you didn't like, watch Civil War you could be like what the heck and I didn't so I was like what's going on I <laughs> yeah. this is a movie about ants but, I did. I did love Civil War though. Civil War is great. But um, have any of y'all seen Birds of Prey? Ooh, Birds God. of Prey is considered as a spinoff. Really, I would have thought it was Quinn. more of a sequel. No, it's a spinoff. How is it a spinoff and not? not it, a it's because it's not like it's because Harley. Qu- it's, uh, because it's on the villain. It's not because oh, it's a, it's oh, a Batman oh, villain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I I see what you're talking about because Birds of Prey is. Uh, yeah, I, I'm following your train of thought now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, like, that wouldn't be considered a spinoff. I am not seeing it. I mean, I keep meaning again. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> For someone that loves the Harley Quinn 
character and you haven't seen Birds of Play- Prey is just crazy. To you me. know what? I have stuff to do when I get home today <laughs> because I'm, well, um, I can't mention it because it's my dad's birthday present, but I'm going to put it on while I'm making his birthday present today. So I will watch that today. I was going to go home and watch all the Halloween movies you sent me, but... We got two weeks for that. We got two weeks for that. I will watch Birds of Prey when I get home today. I promise you. But, um... My favorite spinoff from um, movies is probably the Creed franchise. Spinoff from the Rockies franchise. Mm. I love all the Creed movies. I love, um, the, I can't even pick my favorite from the Creed movies. Because one was great. One had the, the story. And it had the... Like, all of them had the story and the character development. But like all the movies was great in, in, its, uh, in its own sort of way. And I can't really pick. I do like, I probably would say two. I probably, I can't pick. I think I like two better. But three was amazing. Have you, ever seen, have you seen Creed 3? No. I, I haven't watched any of the Creed movies. You haven't watched any of the Creed movies? Nope. <laughs> it's because, like, I'm usually not, like, uh... Have you watched any of the Rocky movies? <laughs> what? <laughs> Joey, have you watched any of the Rocky movies? Uh, you should drink for this answer. <laughs> What's your parents went their first date with that Rocky movie. How you didn't watch the Rocky movie? I was allowed to watch a lot of stuff growing up. <laughs> Have you watched the Creed movies? No. I know what you're talking about. Wow. Drink. Wow. <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy, though? My parents didn't allow me to watch SpongeBob when I was a kid because me they, said, they said the show was too stupid. It's supposed to be stupid. <laughs> See, also, like, I don't have time to watch movies. So, like, I watch a lot of TV shows because I can watch it in 30 minutes. Yeah. You know? Um, so, if anyone's wondering why we don't talk about, like, upcoming movies or movie that came, comes out this year, uh, it's because we're supporting the, the actor strike that's going on right now. And so, um, until the strike is over, until the actors get what they deserve, we will not be talking about any upcoming movies or uh, any movies that were made this year either even if they're even if they're not even involved in a strike um but we still won't be bringing up the uh those sorts of uh movies or topics uh but this is uh this is our episode uh i'm ty i'm joey and i'm ed we'll see you next time on hawks entertainment thank you thank you for listening